Welcome to Life Church of Mobile's audio podcast. We hope that this teaching will challenge you in any season of life you may be in. Thanks for joining us and enjoy. You know, we're talking about 2015 and I want to I share a couple words with you as in January as we have been about some things that I believe that God has said for us this year and is saying to the body of Christ. And it's amazing at how many different streams these words are being confirmed in. And so if you got this, you're going to help me preach this word here for the next 20 minutes or so, and, uh, and then we're going to celebrate the Lord's table communion. But uh, I want you to just, just, just go ahead and get this underway. Here's how I'm going to do it. When I say I am, you're going to say blessed and highly favored. Yes. All right, here we go. I am. Blessed and favored. Now, also, we're going to also add to it at different times in the message. When I say 2015 will be, you're going to say a supernatural year. 2015 will be, I am, 2015 will be, all right, now I want you to take these cards, the reason I printed these out is because I'm asking you to join with me in declaring on a daily basis for the entire year of 2015, every day, Six or seven times, probably seven times would be better. Yeah. And I like seven yeah. for some reason. Seven times a day, declare over yourself, your business, your family, your home, I am blessed and highly favored. Now, let me tell you, it takes about 21 days to, to establish a habit of something, good habit or bad. Yeah. Well, here's what I've discovered. I've already been doing this. I've got a head start on you guys. And so I've been doing this for over a week now. I get up every morning, and I thank God that the eyes of my understanding are enlightened, and then I begin to say, thank you, Jesus. I am blessed and highly favored. My family is blessed and highly favored. And then get this, and I say, Lord, thank you that Life Church is blessed and highly favored, and the families of Life Church are blessed and highly favored. The businesses of Life Church are blessed and highly favored. Faith Academy is blessed and highly favored. Mobile. The city of Mobile is blessed and highly favored. Now, I'm going to tell you something. The reason I printed these out is because and you need to get some extras. You need, I think we probably got extras. You need to put them on your refrigerator, which is the place that most of us visit most often. Isn't that right? Think about how many times. Or your mirror in the bathroom when you're getting, you know. But not only that, and I want to challenge some of you. Take this and put it in the place of business where you work, on your computer, whatever it is that you do in in your homes, in different places that you are, to remind yourself, because here's what I've discovered. Some of you won't say this until you get out of the parking lot if you don't have something to remind you on a daily basis to begin to establish a new habit. I am... We are? 2015 will be? All right. I hope you really believe that. Because uh, the word is being so, so confirmed. Let me read to you a prophetic word that came. Now, you know, God has been saying to us as we prepare for this year, 2015 will be a year when there will be a lot of shifting going on. Uh, turnarounds, 
supernatural things are going to happen. And uh, let me read you this prophetic word that somebody sent to me this week. Thank you, Kathy, for sending this to me. And uh, it says, 2015. In Scripture, the number 15 is tied to rest, celebration, and joy. After a time of deliverance from one's enemies. In Exodus 15, we read the song of Moses. And Miriam, as they celebrated God opening up the Red Sea and delivering the Jewish people from Pharaoh and his armies. God took an absolutely impossible situation and turned it around for Israel. They were faced with the great Red Sea in front of them, the armies and chariots of Pharaoh bearing down on them, and seemingly no way out. Have you ever been where you felt like there was no way out? One or two of us. All right, now I've got to say this, but the next word she says is this. She says, but God did something. Next week... I'm starting a series that I've always wanted to preach entitled, But God. She says, but God did something that was not even in their consideration. I believe in 2015, God's going to do some things that you haven't seen Him do before in your situations. I mean, think about it. Up until that time, nobody would see a C part before. Just because it hadn't happened doesn't mean it can't happen. Oh, my. I'm preaching better than you letting on. Somebody say amen in the house this morning. Red Sea in front of them. Yes, amen, brother. Let me tell you something. Brother Johnny gave me a word last week. He said, we're getting out of the box. I tell you what I decided. God gave me a whole other level to take that. We're going to throw the box away. Praise the Lord. We're taking God out of the box. We're throwing the box away. We're going to let God be God. They were faced with the great Red Sea in front of them, the armies and chariots of Pharaoh bearing down on them and seemingly no way out. But God did something that was not even in their consideration. He opened the sea. This had never been done before. They didn't even know they could put their faith out, out for something like that. It was so supernatural and surprising. And 2000, 2015 will be? See, you're having a hard time remembering it. 2015 will be? It was so supernatural and surprising. What God does for us this year, listen, will be both supernatural and surprising. As we obediently stretch out our rod of authority and faith, we will see things that will blow our minds. Any of you around in the 60s and 70s, you know what it means. Blow your mind. They're going to blow my mind, baby. How did this happen? Miriam and Moses sang, I will sing unto the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and the rider he has thrown into the sea. Now, coach, let me tell you. There is a strong anointing in this house on the worship. Strong anointing. And, you know, I, I, I like to, to liken things. You know, I, 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 I see parallels with athletes and, and athletics. And, and so let me tell you, you know, Coach, when you got somebody, I'm not sure, Coach, you, you hear something. We're getting, everybody, boy, I tell you what, we're having such, such a mighty move of God. We're, we're growing and people are getting moving around. I can't find them. It takes me a minute. But, you know, when somebody's hot, you get them the ball. You got a hot hitter, you move him up in the lineup. You got a hot three-point shooter in basketball, you're over there diagramming plays to get him the ball. 
Let me tell you, when you come into the house, stop, stop, deal with this mindset of thinking, well, at the end of the service, needs will be met. Miracles are going to be taking place on a regular basis during the worship service. They already are. It's already happening. Stop limiting God and putting Him in a place to where you think He just has to do things at a certain time. The worship right now in this house is hot. And we're going to flow with it. We're going to go with it. And we're going to let God be God and let God be exalted. Signs, wonders, and miracles. Miriam and Moses, they sang. And then God promised them, He said, You'll never see your enemies which have pursued you ever again. She goes on to say, this lady who's prophesying this says, Our God is a mighty man of war. The enemy decreed, but God blew His mighty wind and shifted, and everything changed. 2015, we're going to see a shift. It's already happening. This is, a, this is remarkable how, how this is a confirmation of some of the things that God has prophetically spoken in this house. The sound for this year will be a sound of celebration, a sound of victory, and a sound of accomplishment. It won't be the horse and the rider will be thrown into the sea, but rather an acknowledgement of the victory already won. This year we're going to see a shift into a victory sound as never before. Acknowledging that the battle has been won. Our God is a man of war. We will release a sound of victory that drives confusion into the camp of the enemy, just as it did with Jehoshaphat in Second Chronicles 20. At staff prayer in early December, listen to this. If you were here over these last few weeks, you're going to be amazed by this. I felt the Lord say that the enemy has shown his hand and has overplayed it. I get chill bumps. God is speaking. He's overplayed his hand. He has done his worst. Now, now prepare to see victory released. We, we need to let this decree be in our mouths. Listen to this. The best is yet to come. At our New Year's Eve service, I heard the Lord declare He wants to sing songs of healing and songs of deliverance over us. Just as the children of Israel were delivered as they sang the song of Moses and the song of the redeemed, our deliverance is being birthed in song. If we will worship the Lord, then listen for His voice. I believe we will hear new songs flowing from the throne of God to touch us, to heal us, and to set us free so that we can be empowered to change the world. There is such an incredible wind of refreshing blowing out of heaven that is filling us with the breath of God. We all need to shift into an expectation in our spirit to be listening for the sounds of heaven. What sound do you hear? Give God praise for the confirmation of that word in the house. I am. We are. Everybody say it. I am. We are. 2015 will be. Now, we're, you know, let me share a couple of testimonies with you that, that happened just this week. Uh, I was talking to a brother this morning. He was sharing with me. He, he, had a, he had a truck for sale. I'm just saying God's moving and God's shifting. And, God, and let me tell you, 
He was asking a certain amount for it, and he was asking a certain amount for it. Well, he had it for sale. Well, it got stolen while he had it for sale. And I mean, it was, you know, God can shift things and turn them around. And uh, long story short, by the time they got it back, the people had used it for crimes and all kind of stuff and then torn it up. And uh, so he went through a lot of red tape and dealing with a lot of things. And, and uh, anyway, after he finally got it back, went through it all, he had been asking a certain price for it. Well, God turned that thing around because after he got it back, after he got it fixed, after he went through all of that, the original price that he was asking for it ended up not being what he got. He got $4,000 more than he would have ever gotten before because God had a divine shift in place And what the enemy meant for harm, God turned around and made it for good. We are. I am. You heard uh, Janet this morning share testimony about Cation. I'm just telling you, God's doing powerful things. Friday night, Janet and Cation were at our house. And... uh, Cation was playing with our grandkids and just like, just being kids, like, uh, how, how old's Cation? Somebody help me. He's two. He's a toddler and he's playing with Lucy and Ty and they're all over the house and, and Susan and, and Janet are there just kind of fellowshipping and doing some things. Well, the next thing you know, they hear this huge crash. And if you've ever been to our house, my wife in certain places has, as, as decoration, big, heavy, antique doors. I'm talking about doors that they made back in the days when they really made doors. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Solid, heavy. Cation pulled one of those doors over on him. They got him up, dusted him off, looked him over. He cried for just a second and then went on about his business. And you know this can be, something like that could have been tragic for someone who has been battling what they've been battling. But I'm here to tell you, no runs, no hits, no errors. That boy is fine. Not a bump or bruise on him. Not one bleed. Not one thing internally going on. Cation is absolutely awesome and blessed. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, sometimes we need to have what I talked to you about last week. We need to celebrate some Purim ourselves. Purim is the Jewish celebration where they celebrated what did not happen. Their deliverance from Haman where the Jewish race was not wiped out. And every year they celebrate that. Every now and then we need to have a celebration of some things that did not happen in our lives. All of those bad things that God delivered us from. Can I get an amen in the house? Well, I tell you, every now and then, you, Janet, you and, you, and, you and Jamie, you need to start celebrating what God delivered Cation from. Amen. And all of us have things in our lives Amen. that God delivered us from. Don't worry. If I get to the notes today, fine. If I don't, it's okay. We're going to celebrate communion here in just a minute. But listen, a few years ago, I ended up going to the chiropractor. He was doing some adjusting on me and doing some things and talking about celebrating things. that We have something to celebrate in our lives that, 
that, that you know, did not happen. And he started making x-rays. Well, he started, when he, when he called me in, he said, he said, I've got to ask you a question. Have you ever been in a really, really bad automobile accident? I said, no. Not that I remember. Unless it was so bad, I don't even remember it. <laughs> he said, well, only, he said, the only thing I can tell you is, he said, you have a place in your upper neck up here. He said, "Where the only thing I've ever, only time I've ever seen anything like this is in someone who has been in a really, really bad automobile accident." He said, "But the amazing thing is, he said, it is healed up wonderfully. It's beautiful. It's it's great now. It's fine." He said, "But that's weird." Well, all of a sudden, I had a, I remembered something. When we lived back out in Sims, we had put in our boys were young, you know, twelve. I guess even younger than that, we put in a swimming pool. And I wasn't, you know, I was a big old kid myself. Man, I didn't have a swimming pool growing up, that's for sure. Lucky to get to the swimming hole, much less a swimming pool. Much, I was fortunate that I put a sprinkler out in the yard, you know, and run through it. You might know what I'm talking about. Well, I was out there one evening, and there wasn't anybody in the pool but me. And they, the boys had this big, huge, huge round inner tube that you really pull behind a boat. Well, brilliant me, I get on the diving board and think, I think I'll dive up in the, in the air and go through that. I know, I know. How dumb can you be and still be breathing? I tell you what, Susan, I got up on that board, I sprang off of there and I went flying through. When I went through, the only problem was my head didn't make it all the way through. My head snapped back. And for just a few seconds in the water, I was completely paralyzed. There was nobody else out there but me. And let me tell you, every day I get up since I found that, since the doctor told me that, every day I get up and I say, Thank you, Jesus. I'm alive. I'm not paralyzed in a wheelchair. God is good. And I'm going to tell you, every one of us have things in here that we can celebrate. And let me tell you why we can celebrate. It's because the Lamb has overcome. I said the Lamb has overcome. Look back on your life. There are things in your life that could have happened that did not happen that have allowed you to be here today. We have a reason to come into this house and worship. We have a reason to stand up here, all creatures of our God and King. Lift up your voice and hear us sing. Oh, praise Him. Oh, praise Him. The next time you're having a bad day and you can't really think of anything that's, that necessarily is positive to thank Him for, begin to thank Him for all the bad things that did not happen in your life and have your own feast of Purim. That lamb was a perfect lamb. We're talking about the overcoming lamb that we're going to celebrate in communion. That lamb was a perfect lamb. It had to be without spot or wrinkle, and we know that. First Peter says, For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, what's this? But with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Jesus defeated the devil with his sinless life. 
Do you do know that in John, I believe it's John chapter 14, verse 30, Jesus said, The prince of this world has come, but he has found nothing in me. The perfect, sinless Lamb of God. And listen, no coincidence that by the Spirit of God that Andrew read out of that chapter in Exodus that he read out of this morning. If you read that story, as they prepared for Passover, that was not any indiscriminate lamb. They had to take that lamb in their house and keep it up until the day of the month. In other words, it was almost like a pet. How many of you have pets? Let me ask you this. How many of you love your pets? What if you knew, what if you knew that that pet that you love so much, that you were going to have to slay that pet, take its blood, put it on the doorpost? I'll tell you what it would be. It would be a constant reminder to you of how precious the sacrifice is that was made. The perfect sinless Lamb of God. That pet that crawls up in your lap and loves you whether you're having a good day or bad day. Whether you're having a good hair day or a bad hair day. Ladies, whether you got your makeup on or not. Loves you. You take that lamb, you bring it to the house and you keep it up. So that you become attached to the lamb. Perfect, sinless Lamb of God. Not only was He the perfect Lamb, but He was also the sacrificial Lamb. John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God which takes away the sin of the world. You know, there were really two goats in the 16th. If you read Leviticus 16, I don't have time to go into it, but on the Day of Atonement, there were two goats. One goat was a sin offering. It was killed. The other goat was called the scapegoat, which was led into the wilderness. It was led off into an uninhabited place to die of thirst. And listen to this. That scapegoat, which took the sins away, was led off to a place, and it was never allowed to return. You need to connect the dots. Jesus took away, as that scapegoat did, mine and your sin. i got a revelation for you. That sin is not coming back again. It's been led into the wilderness to die. I am. 2015 will be. We are. Say it. 2015 will be because the the sin hey that past that you have dealt with that scapegoat was sent to the wilderness this is why when Jesus was on the cross he said my God my God why have you forsaken me Jesus as that scapegoat was sent to the wilderness forsaken by God so that you and I would never, ever, ever be forsaken by God again. I want you to make a declaration with me this morning. Everybody look up here. 
Say this with me. I will not walk through this alone. I don't know what you're walking through, but you won't walk through it alone. Jesus, listen, not only that. Jesus as the sacrificial lamb. He was the perfect lamb. He was the sacrificial lamb. And as the sacrificial lamb, He was crucified on that cross naked. This was not a coincidence. Because in that act, Jesus took every shameful thing that has ever been done to anyone, sexually, immorally, whatever. You think about all the shame and guilt, all the burden of anything that happened to you, whether it's being mistreated or abused as a child or taken advantage of, Jesus on that cross, He took our shame so that we don't have to stand in shame and guilt anymore. Jesus hung naked for a reason. I don't have to be ashamed. I don't have to walk in guilt. I don't have to bear the burden of my past. I don't have to bear those things any longer. Jesus openly and publicly hung naked on that cross so that you and I could boldly come before the throne of grace. My God. Oh, all the sexual abuse, all of the things that have happened in our past. Jesus hung naked on that cross as a sacrificial lamb. And then thirdly, He's the overcoming lamb. Tell your neighbor He's the overcoming lamb. Man, you can read Revelation 5. I don't have time to get into it because I want to celebrate communion. But I'm going to tell you. Let me just read just a few highlights from it. It's a scene in heaven. They're sitting at the right hand at the throne and they're sealed with seven seals. I'm going to have to read it. I've just got to. I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside, sealed with seven seals and a strong angel proclaiming, proclaiming with a loud voice who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof. And no man in heaven or in earth or under the earth was able to open the book neither to look thereon. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open the book to read and to look on it. One of the elders saith unto me, Stop crying. Weep no more. The line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, and you need to underline this, hath prevailed. Somebody say the overcoming lamb. Hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I looked in the midst of the throne of the four beasts, in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as it has been slain. There is the perfect sacrificial lamb in heaven. But here's what I want you to get a hold of. He is no longer just the perfect sacrificial lamb. Oh, let this rise up on the inside of you. Having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God. And he came and he took the book out of the right hand of him that sat on the throne. And when he had taken the book... The four beasts and the twenty elders fell down before the Lamb in worship. If you don't think worship is important, you better understand something. Worship is going to be ongoing in heaven. There are a lot of things on earth that we're not going to do in heaven, but I'll tell you one thing that we are going to do on earth and we are going to do in heaven, and that is worship. When you're in worship like we're having, 
I believe that's the closest taste of heaven you'll ever have on this earth as you encounter the presence of Almighty God. Every one of them having harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. What's this? And they sang a new song. And the song is, you are the lamb that was slain. You are the perfect lamb. But now we're going to sing a song. And here's the song we're going to sing. You are worthy. You are worthy. We sang it this morning. You are worthy to open the book and the seals thereof. For you were slain and you have redeemed us to God by your blood. And you have made us kings and priests. And not only that, because He is the Lamb, the overcoming Lamb, we shall reign on the earth. 2015 will be? Y'all going to get it before the day's over. I am? We are? And I'll tell you why we are. Because the Lamb has overcome. I said the Lamb has overcome. But listen, not only has He overcome the devil, He has overcome every failure in your life, every sin in your life, all the things in the past. The Lamb has overcome. Man, I I told myself I wasn't going to act like I'm acting right now. Today I was going to be calm. But Bobby said don't hold back. So that's what I'm doing. We're going to reign on the earth. In heaven, they sing that song, Worthy is the Lamb. Get your focus off of your failures and get them on to the worthy Lamb. Get them on to the overcoming Lamb. Give it on, get, get your focus on to that Lamb that rules and reigns. That breakthrough that you're waiting for, the overcoming Lamb has already paid for it. I said that breakthrough that you're believing for, the Lamb's already paid for it. That precious lamb, that lamb that you would be attached to, that would be like one of your pets, that literally has become a part of your family. It's that personal, it's that real, that lamb, that lamb, that precious lamb has paid the price for you to have a supernatural year in 2015. Oh, the lamb has overcome. The lamb, you might, and sometimes we get off on this deserve thing. Well, I don't deserve this and I don't deserve that. Well, you know what? In ourselves, of course not. We don't. But guess what? The lamb deserves healing. He's paid for it. The lamb deserves healing. The lamb deserves miracles because he bought them with his stripes. You know what? Healings are going to happen in this house because the lamb has overcome. Miracles are going to happen in this house because the Lamb has overcome. And here's what I've discovered. Just as it is in heaven, watch this. It's going to be on earth. It is worship that releases breakthroughs in these areas. Well, Scotty, how do you know that? I'll tell you how. Because three things happened when they begin to sing, Worthy is the Lamb. And they begin to talk about the Lamb. And they begin to focus on the Lamb. And they begin to get their eyes off of their failings. And they begin to get their eyes off of their shortcomings. And they begin to get their eyes off of those other things. And they begin to focus on the Lamb. There were three things that happened that hadn't happened. First of all, things were opened which had been closed. How many of you ready to go through an open door? I'm sensing a note. I, I mean, we're going we're to worship our way through some open doors. Not only that, secondly, things were loosed that had been bound. Yeah. 
to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Think about what we're singing. Think about who we're worshiping. Think about what God is doing. As we worship, doors are going to be open, which had been closed. Things were loosed that had been bound. Not only that, but things were received which had been held back. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am. We are. 2015 will be. Now here's the thing. I don't want you to just say it with me here on Sunday. That's why I put that in your hand. And you need to get extra copies. Say it every day. Declare it. As I was praying over this this week, and I'm going to close, we're going to have communion. I began to think about, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and He said, you know, Scott, you know what? You know why they sing, Worthy is the Lamb in Heaven all the time? And I can think of a lot of reasons why. But this came as revelation to me. Maybe, maybe it will be to you. He said, because there is a constant awareness in heaven by everybody who is there. Constant awareness that I am here because of the Lamb. He says, Scott, people in heaven never get over the fact that they're there, that they're here, and that they're here because of the Lamb. How many of you got somebody you love in heaven? I'm going to tell you, they're singing. Worthy is the Lamb. The Lamb is overcome. They're constantly in awe of the Lamb. They're constantly in awe of that sacrifice. But listen, not only of the sacrifice and of His perfection, but the fact that He is overcome. Listen to this, Revelation 17, 14. These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them. But that's not the end of the story. For he is Lord of lords and King of kings. Sometimes we forget about that. He is the Lord of and the King of. Watch this. And this is powerful. You ought to underline this in your Bible. And they that are with him. How many of you are with the Lamb? How many were identifying with the Lamb? How many with the Lamb this morning? And they that are with him, watch this, are called. Everybody say, I'm called. I'm chosen, and I'm faithful. I want you to say it with me. The Lamb has overcome. Let's say it this way. I am blessed and highly favored because the Lamb has overcome. Give God praise. Do you receive that today? 2015 is going to be a supernatural year. Now I want you to join with me. Let me tell you, your pastor this year, every day, at least seven or eight times, 10, 20, 30, how many times? Because I just, praying is easy for me. I just pray all the time. I don't have to get somewhere else to pray. I mean, I can pray where I am all the time, just constantly. 
Let me tell you something. What flows out of that is I start praying and it is not long before the Holy Spirit starts rising up on the inside of me and the next thing you know, the Holy Spirit's reminding me, you're blessed and highly favored. And so then I begin to say, I am blessed and highly favored. I'm living in expectation of the goodness of God. I'm believing that 2015 is going to be a year of divine shift. There's going to be a turnaround. It's going to be the year of open doors. It's going to be a year of celebration. I realize there's going to be a lot of other things going on in the world, but I'm telling you, I'm preaching to the righteous this morning. How many righteous people in the house today? How many righteous by the blood of Jesus? How many of you are glad for God and for the Lamb? Give God a shout of praise. Thanks again for listening to Life Church of Mobile's podcast. If you would like to find out more about our church, you can visit us at lifechurchmobile.com.